Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's the attorney at sports with another episode of Case Closed. You know, man, I, I, I'm just, I'm at a loss for words now with involving Antonio Brown and the, the whole Antonio Brown situation. Because, you know, at first, you know, going back to last year with, with Pittsburgh, the situation in Pittsburgh, you know, I kind of... I'm not excited. I, I didn't pay any mind because, of course, it's, it's in the news. If you play fantasy football, you know you have to, you know, be aware of those type of situations, especially when a player is potentially not going to play in, in, in a game that has a lot of fantasy football implications. But just as a fan of the game of the NFL, you know, you pay attention to that. Oh, damn. Antonio Brown is causing issues with his team. He's going to get benched for a game. Didn't show up, this and that. And then you're like, oh, okay, you know, you think you, you, you read into it a little bit, but then, then you kind of forget about it. But then this whole summer of, 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 you know, him burning every bridge in Pittsburgh, talking about how he wanted out of Pittsburgh because of Ben, you know, going on all these interviews and tweeting and just, you know, being a knucklehead. And then signing with Oakland, then you kind of pay more attention. At least I do, from my perspective. Then I started to pay attention to it and, and did a lot of research into Antonio Brown, the person. And, you know, tried to get some insight on who he really was, what caused him to do this. Was he, was he doing this his whole time in Pittsburgh? Was he doing this in college? Just, you know, who is Antonio Brown? And now with him, you know, the situation in Oakland... First he wants to be there, then he doesn't want to be there, then he you know, gets cut from them. The Raiders release him after him after he told the Raiders to release him. Then he goes to New England, and now the, 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 the rape accusations, the sexual harassment accusations, they came out. And now Antonio Brown has, has been cut by the New England Patriots. So now I'm like, I went from not really caring about Antonio Brown to now being like full-fledged into this whole situation in terms of like trying to find out about Antonio Brown. But also in the same sense, like I'm at a loss for words. I'm kind of like done with the guy because now the Patriots just cut him. And if the New England Patriots cut you, especially when you're in the prime of your career, it's kind of like, okay, that's, that's pretty bad. Like I'm probably not going to play football again in the NFL. And that, that, that kind of sucks for a player. Just again, as a fan of the game, like be, from a fan's perspective, like that sucks because... You like watching, you love what you, you watch the game to see talent. That's what you're watching the game for. Entertainment, talent, sure, if you have a, a stake in the game, you, you root for that a team, that's a certain team, that's also a reason you watch the game too. But at the end of the day, you want to see exciting plays, you want to see talent. And Antonio Brown had a tremendous amount of talent. So you're tuning in to watch him, and now you're, you might never, never get to see him play the game of football again. And that's the hard part. That's the part that sucks the most about it. But... You know, he just got cut today from the Patriots, right? And he's on Twitter already and on Instagram already posting pics, posting quotes. I just seen on Twitter before he posted a, a, a tweet. Damn, I got fired on a Friday. Like, bro, you didn't get fired. Like, you, he, he's like, making a joke of it. Like, he got fired from his job on a Friday. Bro, you got released. You got cut from the best, not only team, but best organization in, in all of football. And, and, and the thing with Antonio Brown, it still has not woken him up yet. Like, the, the tweet, that, 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 that type of nonsense, to post these quotes, like, saying, like, ah, I'll move on, another, another opportunity, this and that. Like, bro, it just shows me, like, yo, Antonio Brown doesn't get it. Like, either he doesn't get it or he gets it, in a sense, but, but just can't help himself. 
So maybe the, maybe this kid Antonio Brown is just sick, like mentally sick. And I think a lot of people do think that already, but I'm not a doctor. I don't have any background in, in psychological, you know, mental issues. So I can't really assume, but just from judging him and judging his actions and judging his social media behavior, you think like, yo, this, this kid is sick. Like this kid's got mental issues. I don't know. It's like it's like it's like at that point where like it seems like Antonio Brown just really cares strictly about Antonio Brown, him as a per him himself. Obviously, he cares about himself, but he cares about Antonio Brown, the brand. Or I'm sorry, AB, like AB, the brand. Business is booming. Like that's where Antonio Brown wants to thrive at. And no, Colin Coward, who I'm a big fan of, Colin Coward said this the other day. I think about it yesterday about Baker Mayfield. Win first before you worry about your brand. And I'm, and I'm going to tell the same thing to AB, like, get your life back in order, bro. Get your priorities back in order in terms of being a football player. Now, it's probably a little bit too late because of the, 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 the sexual harassment accusations. Those type of situations and those type of accusations, pretty serious. But even, you know, this is, this is kind of like, now we got to, Antonio Brown should regret this because it, never, it should never got to this point. If Antonio Brown focused on football first, well, strictly football first, before he, he, he started worrying about his brand, he probably would still be in Pittsburgh right now. And, and everything would be okay. None of this would be coming to light. He'd be playing in Pittsburgh with Big Ben, a Super Bowl contending team, good organization that had his back. And he'd be putting up good numbers and competing for a Super Bowl. And then maybe he would have won a Super Bowl. And then, then the brand would have, okay, that, now it's time for you to focus on your brand, bro. And that leads me to my next point because it's like you're telling Antonio Brown to focus on his on his production first, right? Focus on being a football player first. Focus on winning first, and then your brand. But but how could a, how could not only Antonio Brown? How could players do that when these social media influencers enable these players to to put them on a platform in terms of like, hey, bro, here's this type of money. Here's that type of money. We're gonna make you millions just being a social media icon, right? We're gonna sign you to a contract. We're gonna endorse you. We're gonna we're gonna build you a brand. And then once these players get that backing from the brands and from social media, that's why their minds turn to okay, how can I make more money with my brand? They don't worry as much about the, the sport they play anymore because they're making just as much money, maybe even more money, off the field, off the court. So that's why I say like we've we. I say we as like the fans and the, the social media and the, the brands and the big companies that we've endorsed these players, better words, enable these players to get to that platform where they don't care as much about their production on the field or winning on the field or court because they're, 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 they're winning on social media. They're winning on Instagram. They're getting paid the big bucks to be a celebrity, you know, in the, in the, on the internet. So, you know, in a sense, it's like, damn, it's, it's kind of hard to tell players like, nah, focus on winning first and then your brand. When these, again, when these brands are throwing big, big time money and, and endorsements and millions of dollars at these players. So I understand what, in a sense, why the players go to that brand and focus so much on their brand or as much as they do on their brand. But, but with that being said, it's, it's just not, if AB would have did what I'm telling him to do now in terms of, yo, win first, bro. Yeah, maybe he wouldn't have gotten as much money as, as he got in, in terms of the endorsements. Maybe he wouldn't have had a million plus followers on Instagram, but he would have a better reputation 
in the NFL, in the league. Probably would still be in Pittsburgh in a great organization. And it seems to me like AB don't care about his reputation. Again, AB cares about himself. And that's it. AB, business is booming. If business is booming in AB's life, he's happy. But yeah, man, the Patriots cutting him today. That, that's that, that's, that's got to be a wake-up call for AB. You would think. But then again, I just told you guys, I've seen him on Twitter posting. I got fired on Friday. But like the laughing emojis and like the, the, the shoulders up emoji, like, oh, wow, I can't believe it. Like, he don't care. He don't care. So like, I don't know with him. I, I, I just don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But it's tough, man, because he's such a good player. And, I, and you want to you watch good players play every Sunday. It's tough, but let me transition to this, man. I'm a, a diehard New York Giants fan. I love the Giants. I do. I really do. And I love Eli Manning for, for everything. Like, everything Eli Manning has done in his career with the Giants. Like, me as a fan of the Giants, like, I have nothing but respect, admiration, and, and appreciation for, for him and for that, what he's done, and for allowing me to see, like, in my lifetime, I'm 26 years old. In my lifetime, I've seen my, my team, the Giants, win two Super Bowls. Some fans would do anything to see their team just play in a Super Bowl. I see my team win two. And that, that was a, a main, main part. Eli was a main part of both of those Super Bowl wins. Obviously, he was the MVP of both Super Bowls. So I have a lot of love and respect for Eli Manning. I do. I, I feel bad for him in a sense because he's such a good dude, good person. Play, you know, prepares, works hard, strong work, work ethic. At the end of the day, you're, you're a professional with NFL, National Football League. It's a bottom line business, and the bottom line is you have to win. You gotta win. Like you gotta, you gotta win football games. And this is the the, uh, the third time in a row, third year in a row. I believe that, like the seventh time in eight years that the Giants have started zero two. And it's like, okay, the Giants drafted a quarterback this past draft, sixth overall, not in the second round, not in the fourth round, not in the sixth round. Their first pick of the draft, sixth overall. The sixth overall pick of the NFL draft was picked by the New York Giants, Daniel Jones, and he plays the quarterback position. When you have a quarterback that you draft that high, who's waiting on the sidelines, and you have a quarterback that's not playing well, and not only not playing well now, but hasn't played particularly well in the last four or five years, you, you go to the future. The, 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 the potential you hope he's the future you go to the quarterback you just drafted that high as soon as you know obviously if the Giants were, were losing but Eli was playing you know lights out right like just he was not the reason or any type of reason that the Giants were losing okay maybe you have second thoughts but the Giants are 0-2 and Eli hasn't played well so I haven't I have no issues at all with the Giants benching Eli for Daniel Jones at this moment. People say, oh, it's too early in the season, only two games in. No, because they wanted to bench him last year. The Giants wanted to bench Eli last year. They did. They wanted to. Couple, you know, Two years ago, they, 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 they did bench him right for, for, for Geno Smith. Like, the writing's been on the wall for, for the Giants and, and Eli like, in terms of him not, not being the quarterback anymore. But they just never had the, the right quarterback to, to move on. From Eli, too. Now they have it. And, and Daniel Jones, the sixth overall pick. It's a no-brainer. Giants are 0-2, going nowhere with Eli. Who are, they gonna, who are they more likely to win a Super Bowl with in the near future? Eli or Daniel Jones? Okay, Daniel Jones. So why continue to play Eli Manning when 
First, he, this is the last year of his contract. He's not coming back next year. Second, the Giants are 0-2. And third, Eli hasn't played well. And fourth, you have a quarterback, sixth overall on your that you drafted sixth overall on your bench this past year. No brainer. It's like a no brainer. So Daniel Jones is now the starting quarterback on my team, the New York Giants. And I'm I'm excited, man. I'm so excited because it's a fresh start. Like fresh starts are always needed in life. In anything, relationships, jobs, you like uh, the gym, getting back in the gym. Like a fresh start is always necessary. Not all the time, but there's certain points in your life where you just need a fresh start. And that point has come for the New York Giants and us fans, more importantly, we're like, okay, we're ready for a fresh start. And that's what Daniel Jones provides for us. Mobility. Willing to take the shots downfield. Nice, calm, cool, poise in the pocket. Not afraid to get hit while he's about to throw the ball. Like, like, like it's going to add a different, a completely different element to the Giants' offense that they haven't had Eli. Rollouts. RPO, zone reads. And I think Pat Shermer, the head coach of the Giants, will now be able to run the offense he, he, he's wanted to run since he got here last year. Remember the offense he ran a few years ago in, in Minnesota with Case Keenum? Believe it or not, Case Keenum's a pretty mobile quarterback. So that's why that team was so successful, that Vikings team that went to the NFC title game, 13-3. Pat Shermer was the offensive coordinator. Case Keenum was the quarterback. Case Keenum had his best year because a lot of that offense was Case Keenum getting outside the pocket and making plays on the run. So that's what, they're, that's what Pat Shermer's going to want to do with Daniel Jones. That's what Daniel Jones did a lot of in college. Watch Daniel Jones' college tape from Duke. A lot of quarterback rollouts, a lot of design quarterback runs, a lot of RPOs, a lot of zone reads. Just where you have an athlete like Daniel Jones who can move, is big, strong. You, you, like, like, the, like Josh Allen did last week against the New York Giants. Like the design quarterback keeper from like eight yards out for a touchdown. They're going to be able to add that into the offense. Then you have to obviously got to account for Saquon Barkley. So that who, who do you stop? It's kind of like what like you're starting to see this year with Dak and Zeke with that new offense led by Kellen Moore. They're adding a lot more RPOs because you take advantage of Dak's legs. Obviously, defense have to account for Zeke. So pick your poison. It's going to be the same with Daniel Jones and, and Saquon. Pick your poison. So I like it, man. I'm, I'm just excited. Again, I, I love Eli. I'm not going to tolerate no Eli slander. We're not going to bash Eli. We're not going to talk smack about Eli. We're going to, you know, accept Eli for who he is. Accept Eli, more importantly, appreciate Eli for what he's done. But look forward to the future, which is Daniel Jones. Hopefully he's the future. But guess what? We'll never know if he's the future until we see him in the present right now and how he plays now. And at a time of crisis, adversity. The Giants are 0-2. The franchise icon has been benched. Daniel Jones is in a little bit of an awkward spot. How does he respond? How does he move forward? It's kind of like when Tony Romo got hurt a few years ago and Dak was inserted into the starting lineup. But then Tony Romo came back and was ready to play. And, and Dak was like, hey, I, I'm just playing ball. And then the, and the Cowboys kept Dak as the starting quarterback. The rest is history. It was a little bit of an awkward situation. But Dak got through it. And look at Dak now. So it's kind of the same thing with Daniel Jones and Eli. Eli got benched. Daniel Jones' time is now. He can't worry about the Eli situation. He's got to go out and play ball because he's the future. So let's go, New York Giants. You know, I'm the attorney at sports. Thank you for tuning in to Case Closed. Catch you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.